With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maybe I'm crazy, but the Steelers might be the worst 11-2 team in NFL history. I say that painfully. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We uh, had to take a couple weeks off, but we're back. And Heller and T will be with me today. We're going to talk about that uh, awful Steelers loss against the Bills on Sunday night. That crazy Ravens-Browns game on Monday night. Game of the year. Amazing. The NBA is almost back. Giannis signed his max extension. So... Congratulations, Milwaukee. I mean, it's very cool, obviously, for Giannis. And, like, you know, I'm happy when people make money, but I, I don't think they're going to. We'll talk about it in a minute. Let's get started with Would It or Quit It. Then we'll get into High Key, Low Key and talk to T about the culture report. Culture report is going to be hella lit. I, I immediately regret saying that. Anyway, let's get started. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. We about to turn up in this bitch. What's up, Heller? House is looking festive. Thank you so much. We got a tree going because we can't leave here, so we figured we should spice it up a little bit. I got the fireplace going. Oh, the fireplace is frozen. Hold on. Oh. There we go. Fire. Nope. Still graphics. What's up? Uh... I actually think that the, the the TV fireplace is like it, it's kind of a, a cool flex because I have an actual fireplace, but like it it actually gets hot, which sounds dumb. Right. Like it sounds like a dumb thing to say, but like it's not that hot in California, so there's really not a need for a fireplace. Right. Like even in the Northeast, like it's so cold that even the heat in your house, a fireplace is just like an extra bonus. You're yep. not really actually gonna yep. get hot, but I'll have the fireplace mm-hmm. on and like. 20 minutes later, I'll be like, oh. right. It's so hot in here. Like, like, well, you have a fire in your room right now. So the TV right. fireplace is actually uh, low key, a better flex in, in California, at least. I mean, your, your fireplace is just a flex too. Cause it's, I mean, it's just for looks like you're not warming up by that thing. That's just, no, no, no. Mine is like, mine's a legit fireplace. It's not like, wood. no, I know it's a legit fireplace, but like, you don't, that's not warmth is not a function you need from it per se is my point. Like, you're just, you're right. just, look, I'm in L.A., I got a fireplace, whatever. I mean, it's cozy, but, like, it just, it's not hot enough in L.A. for that, all that. Um, yeah. Anyway, no one cares about this. Uh, we're just talking fireplace talk, the fireside chat. The, That's what we're having right now. <laughs> a legit hey, fireside listen, chat. <laughs> it's, the, it's the season. It's the season for fireplace talk. I'm going to get into the quest, questions for winner or quit it. Before I go, though, I will, before we move on, I do want to say, in the Bay Area, it's colder than L.A., but only some like you don't need the heater and the fireplace. You know what I mean? You just pick one. Right. You're right. Exactly. Fireplace is enough to warm the whole house, really, in the bed. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm trying to get. All right. Let's uh, let's warm up these sports questions and conversations. Uh, all right. What a game it was on a cold, slick field Monday night in Cleveland. The Ravens definitely gave a <laughs> sh- <laughs> about about winning this game. 
Baker balled all the way out in the second half, but Lamar was able to get the win. Joy, three AFC North teams are going to make the playoffs. Win it or quit it? Uh, I think I'm with it. Yeah. However, uh, neither one of those teams are going to win a playoff game. Um, What? No, 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 no. Against who? Um, so I'm looking at the playoff picture right now. The Ravens are technically eighth, so they're not even in. Uh, the Colts are beatable. The Colts Titans are beatable. Were, were living off a of hype from last year. And I think either of those teams could beat the Steelers in their own division. How about that? No, I think that the Steelers are going to beat the, the, the Browns in week 17. It's going to be hilarious, and I cannot wait for that game. I'm going to talk yep. so much shit. More shit than I'm talking about this game that had a lot of shit talk surrounding it. Hey. I actually hate toilet humor. I am not a big fan of toilet humor or like fart humor. Um, and I just, but I, but I can't figure out what the situation was with Lamar last night. Like, was he? Did he have to right. poo or like what happened? He's still claiming that he was getting an IV or some sort of thing to help him because he was cramping in his legs. He was cramping in his arms. Um, I, you know, when I think about it though, if you take out the word the letter M from the word cramp, it's crap. So, so who knows? Who once, knows? You, once you commit to a lie, you just have oh, to yeah. fully oh, die with that lie, which die I don't, I don't blame him. Like who wants to admit that they had, uh, you know, the runs that's awful. Um, <laughs> but look, I don't even, I don't honestly don't care either way. Cause it's happened right. to literally all of us. So I don't know why we tease each other about it because it's the absolute worst when it's you. But right. and, and I actually don't even think it's that funny when it's someone else. Like I feel bad. It's like the worst. It's not funny. It's it's really actually not funny. But the, <laughs> what's funny to me, the best part of that game, which it was the game of the year, and yeah. uh, I don't think we learned anything about either team. Like uh, the, the Browns are what I expected they were, which was I thought they were going to lose. Still Browning. Yeah. The Ravens are still probably a year away from where they need to be. Um, the, the one, like, thanks Browns though, for, you know, that awful beat, uh, like, I mean, what, what are you doing? Uh, that's like, what you, you get for do- gambling, but yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I guess. But like, I mean, I wasn't that sick about it, but like, right. come on, dude, <laughs> safety, but man, Lamar running out of the locker room, just as McSwirly goes down. Okay. And he's, he's now on the IR. I mean, sorry. Uh, yeah. But, like, he's on the IR. Like, it's, you literally need you need a hero in this moment. And here comes Lamar coming out to win the game. I mean, I was belly laughing on my couch. Like, <laughs> Cleveland is – I mean, if you're – like, honestly, if you're a Browns fan, I, I don't feel bad for you because Browns fans talk the most shit for no reason whatsoever right. but man that was enjoyable for me last night i did not hate that and well Classic. the browns are legitimately good this year i think Stefanski's done an amazing job i think he should be in the conversation for coach of the year even yeah though but speaking speaking it. of a year away give oh, it I some mean, time clearly but uh yeah i mean their secondary has major issues but that was that was just an amazing game we deserved that game we yeah, deserved we that game we did and it and you know What's great about a Browns shootout on Monday Night Football is that all the exciting things happen and then it still ends the same way that a 6-3 Browns game at 10 a.m. Pacific would have, where it's a cutaway of Baker looking like, what the hell just happened? Ugh. 
<laughs> oh, it was so magical. Like it, it was honestly like wrestling. <laughs> it was the way. I mean, the the drama, the drama. Like it made Paul Pierce's wheelchair look regular. The way the timing all worked out. The network didn't have to sell anything. They just had to play what the cameras were showing and let it occur. It was beautiful. It was magic. Oh my God, it's Lamar Jackson! <laughs> That's how it was. I'm dying. Like, literally, my reactions on Twitter were my real life um, couch reactions. It's like belly laughing at Browns fans thinking they were about to really steal one from the Ravens because Nick Sorley's down with an ACL or whatever happened to him. Oh my God. Right. Here comes Lamar. Right. They're, they went from watching Willie Sneed practice the center quarterback exchange on the sideline to see if that was going to work to the reigning MVP coming back and squashing them like bugs. It was great. Yeah, Amazing. take that L. There's how many L's in Cleveland? Two, right? Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, keeping it in the AFC North. Uh, your Steelers turn their first one-game losing streak of the season into their first two-game losing streak of the season when Josh Allen and the Bills walked them down on Sunday night. Uh, the Steelers' 11-0 start never really earned the respect it arguably should have, and now folks are loudly voicing their opinions that Joy, the Berg, is not for real. That's what they're saying. I'm not saying that. That's what people are saying. Joy, your Steelers are in trouble. Wit it or quit it. Oh, wit it. Big trouble. Big, 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 big trouble. And listen, I didn't, um, I didn't get ahead of myself with the, you know, eleven and zero start. Um, I thought they still had some holes. And if you looked at the teams that they beat, there weren't really that many impressive wins. Now, listen, you beat who's on your schedule, right? And they won all of those games. But they've lost a lot of big pieces. Bud Dupree being out is big. Um, they, they, they can't catch the ball for. They can't run the ball. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Because if it was some terrible quarterback throwing to them, then they, like, okay, maybe he's not delivering it high or it's too low or, like, it's too much on the ball. Like, it's not. It's Ben Roethlisberger. He knows how to throw the ball. Okay? So, it's, yep. it's, it's on the receivers. Ooh. And uh, it's a disaster. And I, I don't – the Steelers are always just a little bit unbuttoned. You know what I mean? The Steelers are, like, that super uh, successful guy that, like – for, somehow manages to like start a new business every year and he like just is crushing it but like when he shows up to the meeting he's like two minutes late and like he's got one, like one button's like a little it's like here and he should really have yep. this one like that's a Steelers it's like dude just right. you know like clean it up a little bit but like he always gets it done so you kind of yep. just I like that guy slide, that guy sounds you know? like a little bit if I'm being honest so I like that guy <laughs> um they win they've done a lot of winning and they have a lot of championships, and they're very loyal. And Mike Tomlin is incredible and, and should be also be yeah. in the Coach of the Year conversation. And I think they'll get it together, but they're just always a little disheveled. Um, and it's upsetting that this is happening at this point in the season when you want to be playing great. And now the, the number one seed in that bye is no longer Crucial. in their control. Like, they obviously have to win out, but right. like as, as if the Chiefs win out, they get it now. So uh, that that sucks because that's you. There's only one buy this year. One team gets a buy, and they could really use that to get healthy. Yep. So um, so that's really the biggest disappointment of it all. We know they're going to win the AFC North, and they're a, a playoff team. But having that buy is a really big deal, and that's a that's a long playoff run. It's been a long season, very taxing season on everybody. Uh, so yep. it's disappointing. All this is happening right now. Now look, they've got 
they've got the Bengals this week, so it's a nice get-back game. But they really got to clean it up. Like, I mean, they need to play perfect against the Bengals, fix whatever's going on with that run game, and catch some balls. Yeah, they have. It's not like they don't have running backs, so it's confusing that they can't run the ball. That that I mean, just they have, that they have a make lot sense. of injuries, so you know there there's there's a lot of things factors playing into this. But the catching the ball part is just unacceptable. That's yeah, just I mean, that's, to me, it's just focus. Like the ball smacks you in the hands. It's like right here. You got to catch it. Like stop. Don't start running before you catch the ball. Step one. Right. Right. Step one. Catch. Catch. Step two. Run. Right. Step three, break tackle. Step four, score a touchdown. Who knows? Um, the one thing. So I the the uh, having home field was huge for the Niners last year. So yeah. to your point, it would be really huge if the Steelers could get that. Well, and I mean, also, having home field advantage as far as like the fans and everything doesn't have the same value this year. Obviously, the Still travel part, the travel part does matter. But uh, to me, it's more about having that that bye week. Like the bye week is just is so right. crucial, and right. and I don't I don't think you're gonna get it now. Right, and and Andy Reid is the after the bye week king too. So you're gonna get amazing, hit. amazing off a of bye. So um, I just I just don't know if the guys bought like obviously they buy into Ben Roethlisberger as a great quarterback of all time, but I just kind of think that that his teammates hate him and that, and that Mike Tomlin does a great job of smoothing it over. And cause they always have like a, a young core of receivers that have all this personality, but it sort of feels like they're in a cult and they're just trying to smile through the pain. So I, mean, I think, I think big Ben is very needy and look, he's, he's won two super bowls and he's, he's pretty good. He's all famer. Yeah. So Not he's bad. allowed to be needy. Uh, he's t- talking today about how if he can't get it done, he should hang it up. I wish he would just stop talking about retiring. Like that part <laughs> is annoying to me. Is that time um, of year again, Ben? Yeah, right. it's just like it's it's, it's like Usually December. a little later than this, I feel. But all right, yeah, okay. it's time to start talking about retiring. That I wish he would quit doing. But no, overall, I think it's all, it's just that the Steelers are always just a little bit, it's a little bit disheveled. It's like one detail that like you forget that makes you. You know, right. I just wish you hadn't forgotten that detail. Like, I wish right. you had caught the ball. Wish right. you'd done that. <laughs> yeah, catching. If you're a receiver, you ca- you catch it. That's um, it. Or you catch that verbal fade from Mike Tomlin. <laughs> he's so good with that man. I can't wait till he goes in the media. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, he's gonna be the best. We better get him. We better get him. That's what we do. All right. So you want to just move seamlessly to high key low key because I'm yes. sliding in for Donnie this week. Yep. Let's do high key low key. <laughs> Hey, I don't remember exactly what happens here, but let's dance. Nothing, um, we don't really, do that. But. Really quickly, before we get into Heike Loki, is that new Big Baller brand, or is that vintage that you're rocking? No, this is vintage. I just don't bring it out very often because it's so nice. Ooh, and honey, uh, like I already is, got, a, yep. little, I got yep. a little shake on it already, so like, you know, I keep this one kind of, you know. Yep. It's, it's, it's dope. It's cream with the pink. <sighs> Real nice. Is that pink? Is. That pink's got a nice texture too. It looks like. Yeah, and it's got like a little glitter in it too. Mm. So. Mm. That's. I mean, <laughs> vintage from two years ago. I love it. We were living in a different planet two years ago. True, and I still got my big baller brand gear from that same. I time. am actually convinced um, that for yes. the past like four years, we and then like now we're at the the outer end of this. Like I think the whole earth got sucked into like this vortex black hole thing 
Huh. And then like now we're coming out of the other end. So it's like the 2020 has obviously been the worst of it, but it's like progressively gotten worse. And now here we are. Um, and so like 2021, we will then like shoot out to the other side, better people. That's my right. Point. I think that I'm, I'm with that. If the black hole just affects energy <laughs> because the energy has been bad from everyone. No one, even people attempting to have good energy right now, the bad is not it good. Is. It is. You know what? And, and you're not lying because honestly, I, I feel that in myself. I'm like, I, I am trying, like I am literally trying to be good right now. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Everyone, everyone just wants to cuss, cuss a motherfucker right now, but All the time. we're just trying to every day. Right. But we can't, that's not, we know the other people are struggling too. And that's not what we need. So we just do our best and it's not good enough. But in 2021, we're going to emerge from the black hole, like you said, and things will, will, will actually do better instead of trying. I, see, I'm like not really that nice to begin with. So it is, it's exceptionally hard for me because my, how, how do we describe this in sports terms? Like my nice ceiling is very low, you no, know? Yeah, but. Yeah, but you're like a um, you're like a your niceness is like a uh, a warhead. Remember those real sour candies? So it's like once you get through a lot of layers of sour, you're actually really <laughs> nice. But it's just you got to protect that. You can't share that with everyone, and I get that. Uh, no, I definitely, I definitely cannot. I, I, although I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I'm going to make this this personal announcement. Uh, I'm not hanging with you. Uh, once everything's readily available to everyone, I'm not hanging with you if you. It, it, if you, if you ain't get it done, I'm not hanging with you. I, and, and listen, I'm not going to miss you because I'm not hanging with anybody all year. And here we are. So I'm just letting you know that right now. If you want to enjoy the, the pleasure of my company, do the right thing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yep. That's all I'm we'll going to say. I don't have time for none of your fake printout science degrees that you got from YouTube. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't care about what your opinion is at all. Don't I, care. I have a doctor's note that says it's more dangerous for we, me to wear a mask than to not wear a mask. I'm just joking. All right. Um, those people. Anyway. That's not going to change in 2021. That's, not, that's actually going to be my new thing. Like zero tolerance policy. Period. Let's go. That's it. Um, all right. High key. For the second straight week, Carson Wentz will not be the starting quarterback of the Eagles, and they look better because of it. Loki, with three weeks left in the regular season, can rookie Jalen Hurts lead Philly uh, to a super hard-to-get NFC East title? No, I don't think they're going to win uh, the NFC East because that means Washington will have to lose their last three games, and I don't think they're going to do that. Um, now, that's going to depend on if Alex Smith is back because I don't have a lot of faith in Dwayne Haskins. But I'm, what, I'm yeah, gonna what's the opposite assume, of faith? <laughs> I mean, not uh, atheist. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna assume they're not gonna lose all uh, three of their last games. Who are their Who are their last three games? Seahawks, Panthers, and then Eagles for the division potentially. Once they lose those first two, joy. <laughs> no, got... uh, both of those games are actually both of those games are winnable. I mean, I don't think oh. they'll be I don't think they'll beat the Seahawks. But the Seahawks have bad losses. Um, and they're very weird and inconsistent this year. They they could easily beat the Panthers. Like, that could go either way. So, I mean, I don't think that Washington will lose out, but that's really not, like, the main focus for the Eagles. Like, what's happening with the Eagles is remarkable, and I I think there's so many factors playing into why this season has gone the way that it has. 
but Jalen Hurts going out there and like giving them a little spark in the last game and then coming out and beating the Saints. And listen, I thought that Jalen Hurts was going to be okay. I didn't think he was, that the Saints were going to lose. Right. But you you historically are high on Jalen Hurts, though. No, I do like so. Jalen Hurts a lot. And, and I, I thought they should have gone to him earlier. Like, Carson right. Wentz is clearly struggling. I'm also right. I'm also historically not very high on Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, he's constantly injured. I don't think he's very consistent. I think he has the potential to be great, but I think he needs Frank Reich. And look, some guys just need great offensive coordinators. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like, some people need great producers in order to thrive as talent. Some people need great co-hosts, right? Some people need uh, 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 to be on live on set. Like they don't do what's not doing well at home. Like it's fine. That doesn't, very few yep. people can just walk into a room and be excellent on their own. Like pretty much <laughs> yeah. no one, like you need support. And this is a team game. There's a lot of moving parts. It's not easy to play quarterback in the NFL. And certainly not Philadelphia, where you're expected to be a Super Bowl caliber every single game. It's a very hard place to play sports, period. And that's not a knock on Philly. I love Philly. But, like, yeah. y'all never happy with nothing. <laughs> like, I thought I heard a battery Eagles. whiz past my head. Just yeah, now, Philadelphia actually. Eagles fans, like, all Philadelphia sports fans are very demanding, as it should be. But, like, that's, that's the environment. Maybe he's not thriving in that. But my thing is don't hang on to situations that you know are not working. I don't want to hear about Nick Foles. I don't want to hear about uh, the injuries. I don't want to hear about them drafting Jalen Hurts. Like, look, I'm a millennial with a with an old school soul. Okay, same, I very much yeah, believe. <laughs> I very much believe in hard work, and I'm a black woman in the sports industry. So I really don't want to hear a lot about like competition, like being in a competitive space and having to prove yourself every single day of your career. Yes, that's that's reality for some people, and it just yep. might be the reality for Carson Wentz. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for him, like with the Nick Foles situation. Okay, you got injured. Everyone gets injured in the NFL. Everyone. has got a backup. Okay, everyone has a backup. You got injured. All right, Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. It, it's a, it, he won Philadelphia a Super Bowl. Of course he's gonna have a statue. Why wouldn't right. he have a statue? Right. Why wouldn't he? He deserves that. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't you want a statue deserve... if you win him a Super Bowl, bro? Right. They deserve to have that. So so what? So that bothers you to walk past that every day? Like I, I don't literally think he literally walks past the Nick Foles statue every day. I could be wrong, but <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. Like it's a, a metaphorical statement. And then drafting Jalen Hurts, like the Eagles have every right to draft Jalen Hurts, bro. You're hurt all the time. Hello. The, the and I, I like I didn't I I didn't I was surprised, but like that's what they wanted to do. And clearly it was the right decision because he just went out and won them a game. So right. uh, the whole the whole Carson Wentz situation to me um, is it, a problem. Like it's a problem for Philadelphia because he's owed a lot of money. And now in perspective, if they, if he moves to another team and another team has to pay, that, pay him that, he's actually very cheap. So I think that the Colts should work out a deal so that he can go to the Colts because the Colts need a quarterback. I don't want to hear this nonsense about Phillip Rivers. Like yep. enough, enough Reunite. with the Philip Rivers stuff. Get him right. back with Frank Wright in Indianapolis. It'll be a great situation for him. Go all in on Jalen Hurts. Solve the problem for you, Philly. I, I did it for that, free. I don't even yeah, have to be but, your GM. But that only works if Jalen Hurts balls the rest of the year too, right? So right now, to your point, you've got a problem that isn't necessarily what I would describe as a good problem. Life is all about how good your problems are. A good problem is a blessing. And so if Jalen Hurts balls out, then this is a blessing. And all Howie Roseman, the GM or the president or whatever his title is, has to do 
is finesse the situation, right? Whereas if it ends like it has been for the whole year with Carson Wentz, Boo Boo, and Jalen Hurts still question mark, now what do you got? That's a disaster. But let's wait and see how the rest of the season goes. I think Jalen will continue to play well. And uh, I think that's what's I, I think Carson Wentz will end up not being in Philly next year. Yep, that that would be fine, but Jalen's gotta play well to make that happen. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right. High key after clinching the NFC North title, the Packers of Green Bay have the inside track for the NFC's number one seed. Low key, after his most recent performance against the Lion, can Aaron Rodgers catch Patrick Mahomes in the MVP race, Joy? I mean, he's he has the second best odds. They might be tied now um, for MVP. I think he's having an MVP season, and I don't think that's – I mean, every time you say something against Patrick Mahomes, it's like you're hating. Like, Patrick Mahomes is the best football player playing football right now. He's amazing. But I think it's – I think Aaron Rodgers has won the MVP this year. He's the best quarterback without question. That's, I that's think. not outrageous. Who's the best player? I, I could make a case for like Aaron Donald or something because football yeah, players. Yeah, I'm talking like honestly, Marcellus <laughs> hit me to this the other day because like Brett Favre was describing Tom Brady as the best football player ever, and like you can say that, but like Tom Brady can't tackle, so like no, but Brett Favre described Aaron Rodgers as the best football player ever. He can't tackle either. Is my my only uh, quarterback? Absolutely sure, but. It's well, that's different. a whole nother conversation. But, like, yeah. Mahomes right. is incredible. And, like, he's obviously deserves the MVP if he wins it this year. It's not, like, an outrageous thing if he does. Nope. But I do think that Aaron, Aaron, what Aaron Rodgers has done this season is remarkable. I didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs because of all this shit going on in the offseason. Now, clearly I was wrong about that, um, which is, which like, I'll wear. But, like, it didn't yes. seem like anything was right with him and Matt LaFleur. The Jordan Love pick was a disaster. Um, there was so much riffraff going on during the offseason. I didn't think they were going to be able to pull it together. And they – I did, well, obviously didn't think that the 49ers were going to fall apart the way that they did. But who who, who did know that? Sorry about that. Just had, mm. to, just had to, you know, work that in. But mm. Aaron Rodgers is uh, – he's remarkable. He's flexing on him, as he should. And I'm, I'm actually really – I'm happy for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers this year that he's playing the way that he is because – it's it's really a testament to like how amazing of like what an amazing career he's had at this point. Yep. And after them dropping Jordan Love and everyone talking all this shit about how, you know, Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers and he, and he goes out and has the season that he has and Jordan Love can't even win uh the backup spot. He's their third string. And right. like that's not a, you know, a knock on Jordan Love. I just felt like them moving up in the draft and trying to make it seem like it's the same situation as it was with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers was silliness. It was like it was just a lazy comparison with no no details lining up. Um, so I'm happy for Aaron Rodgers, and I think he should win the MVP this year. Yep, I think his storyline is potentially more interesting. And if I remember correctly, the Jordan Love thing was painted as a, a sort of a combination of the Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre situation, and that they were going up because they had found the next Patrick Mahomes. So oh yeah. Oh, the irony that now <laughs> Rodgers is potentially going to surpass Mahomes and win the MVP. And while we're talking about that, while we're talking about that, don't please don't compare anyone to Patrick Mahomes. Just do yourself a favor and don't look you for know, the next Patrick Mahomes. Do yourself that favor. Similarly, don't try and look for the next Tom Brady. There is no next Tom Brady and there is no Patrick Mahomes. And the reason for both of those situations, while completely different, is this. 
they developed into what they are today. They did not come out of college yep. into the mm-hmm. NFL the way they are today. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady didn't start right away, okay? Right. He was drafted in the sixth round, okay? So you're not going to find the next Tom Brady in the sixth round. I assure you, you are not that draft wizard, so stop it. <sighs> yeah. Tom, Tom Brady is the most unique individual talent quarterback specimen that's ever existed. And Patrick Mahomes went to Andy Reid, a loaded Chiefs team, got the privilege of sitting behind Alex Smith, an incredible veteran and person who helped him along and and, and groomed the entire situation right. for him. Now listen, that's taking nothing away from Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' incredible talent and what he did. And while they were in the playoffs with Alex Smith, he is the one that won them a Super Bowl. So there's no knock on that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you go yep. to the right situation and shit just works. And that's what happened with Patrick Mahomes, and that's what happened with Tom Brady. So stop looking for the next Tom Brady and the next Patrick Mahomes. You ain't going to find it. So just stop. Right. If you're looking for the next Tom Brady, you better come with a coach. Yes. You better come with a coach and a system and some and, time. And for that matter, Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to find the next Aaron Rodgers either. Right. Those are just – they're just not comps. They're just not comps. Like, there's comps for Russell Wilson, and that's not a knock on Russell Wilson. But, like, he is, he is unique. He's an athlete. Like, he's a unique right. athlete in that you can – Find, and he's gotten people drafted, and really, like, Kyler Murray is the one that's worked. Because we still have questions about Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield is developing and looking better, but, like, yeah. Russell Wilson, is like you can, he has Russell Wilson qualities, right? You're not going to find Aaron Rodgers, Patrick nope. Holmes, or Tom Brady in the draft, so don't even look for them. No. The idea that you're going to find one of those guys is, like, thinking you're going to get a, a, a remote control race car for Christmas, but the batteries don't come. You know, you got to find some batteries for that thing yourself, all right? Yes. Okay, um, let's switch over to hoops, um, which still is a sport that we cover. It just feels like it's been a little while. Um, high key, Milwaukee was able to secure Giannis for the next five years, and, and Giannis secured a bag for the whole 228 million super max. Low key, that's a bargain for solidifying a bigger market share of national exposure than Milwaukee would garner on population alone. Joy, can Giannis bring the Bucks a title in return for all that money? No. Hi, no. No. Will he bring them joy at least? Not you yes. specifically, but the the feeling? Yes. I'm sure Bucks fans are thrilled that he decided to stay. Good for Bucks fans. Good for the organization. Um, good for Drew Holiday. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy for Giannis. He's $228 million. Good for you, bro. I probably would have done the same thing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I, that's a lot of money to leave on the table to possibly win. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't do that. But you're gonna live in Milwaukee, Joy? No, you're right. I'm lying. <laughs> but but I I respect that he took the money and that he wants to stay there. Yeah. He wants to bring a championship um to Milwaukee, another championship to Milwaukee. I I, I appreciate that. Um, in Giannis. I think it's good for the NBA, uh, especially for all those uh, whiny fans who are like, teams. so, you know, Giannis is staying there, so they can't complain about that. And listen, like, people are like, oh, like, you're bitter, you didn't go to the Heat. There was no way that Giannis was going to the Heat, okay? Like, I had no, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. I I have more inclination, and by more, I mean, like, 1% leaning towards the possibility that Harden could come to the Heat. There was a zero percent chance in my mind that 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 Giannis was coming to the Heat. Like, just it's I, I, it's not. I'm not disappointed. I had no expectations of it. Right. Um, yeah. Now, did I think he wasn't going to resign necessarily in Milwaukee? Yeah, I thought that was a possibility, but I didn't think he was coming to the Heat. So I'm not disappointed about that. I'm actually not disappointed that he's not leaving. Um. But it. But here's the reality. 
um, they're not going to win a championship because we know how the NBA is constructed, right? And and the Bucks have had an ample opportunity to draft and build their team, and they did an amazing job getting Drew Holiday there. And I do think he is a, he's an upgrade. And like there's some good pieces in the draft. They're going to be yeah. good, but they're always good. They're always good. Get to the NBA Finals before you start talking to me about a championship. Get to the NBA Finals. I don't want to hear it. I'm not interested. Yep, 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 but yep, Joy, yep, yep. we won. We won the East again. I don't care about you winning the East. Get to the NBA Finals. If you lose in the NBA Finals, I can respect that, right? Somebody progress, right? But if you get to the NBA, if you can't get to the NBA Finals, I don't really care about what you're doing. I just don't. I don't care. Like you're a great team or a good team, and that's fine and that's great. And your fans have something to cheer for, and the city's happy and you're selling tickets, and all that's wonderful, and you're a fun team to watch, and I'll watch your games, and Giannis is incredible, but I don't care about you in the championship conversation if you can't get to the NBA Finals. I don't know why that's so revolutionary to say. I'm not being a hater. You haven't done it. You haven't done it. And you're not going to get any free agents because people don't want to go live in Milwaukee. True. Okay? So don't complain to me when you can't get over the hump, when other teams are signing free agents, because that's that's what you were bragging about, right? Like you wanted to be a small market team with a star, well, you got to get another star there. We know that's how it works, right? You're not yeah. beating LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And you know why you're not doing that? Because you can't even get to the NBA Finals. So I don't want to hear about it. Like it's great for Giannis. I don't think that they'll win a championship. I think they'll be a nice regular season team. They're the new, they're the new Raptors, and that's wonderful. Congrats. I like the Raptors but they're not winning another championship. Now, Damn. when they got Kawhi, Damn. what did I do? I picked the Raptors. Do you know why? Because Kawhi is a champion. Kawhi is a champion. The Warriors did give them that finals. Whatever. Uh, I'm Listen, All everything you said is correct, but I'm still impressed with Giannis for not buying into what I call the Barkley bullshit. The Barkley bullshit is the idea. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't remember anyone making fun of Dan Marino the way they make fun of Charles Barkley for not having any championships, right? They used to say John Elway was the best quarterback that didn't have a championship, but they didn't make fun of him for it. Then, year after year after year, Barkley goes on TV, butt of jokes, butt of jokes, butt of jokes. He takes it. He takes yeah, it well, which is Chuck fine, also, but because he takes it well. No. But because he takes it so well, it allows for the premise that you must win championships to be great, to be established. Oh no, I vehemently disagree with that notion. And and this is and this now listen, I don't think you can be the greatest ever without winning a championship. Uh, uh, but only because the greatest ever won all those championships. No, if we started because, a uh, no, because I think, I think there's no championship yet. Then the, yeah. Yeah, but that's not that's not a realistic thing. Like we have to we all compete to win something. And they didn't do that. Uh, P.J. Walker was the greatest player in modern XFL history. And then he got to be the backup for the Panthers. So that counts for something, does it not? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> um, listen, you can, you can obviously be an all-time great. You can, you can have influenced the game, even changed the game, and not, be, uh, and not have a championship. Um, that, I, that I obviously agree with. And that's, that's where I am with Giannis. I think that this move will cement Giannis as an all-time great player, a legacy player, I don't think he's going to win a championship in Milwaukee. Now, he may move on from Milwaukee and play somewhere else, 
but we know how the NBA is constructed. You need a second star. And Giannis hasn't been able to do it in the, what? How many years has he been in the league? Nine? Quite a few. Right? So he has... He, he's been in the league this long and hasn't been able to do it. And he's had legitimate talent around him, not star, but legitimate talent around him. So you need a star. You just do. Like, we thought Paul George was going to be able to do that. Paul George is a great player. He is better than Chris Middleton. He is better than Chris Middleton. That, that, I, he is a better player than Chris Middleton. If you watch him Overall, with the Pacers, yes. If you watch him with the Pacers, like, you, you know that he's better than a, a player than Chris Middleton. So he wasn't able to get it done. With Kawhi, who is a champion, Giannis is not. So it's not I, – yeah. I'm not hating. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to happen in Milwaukee. Prove me wrong. I just – I don't think it will. And, and I think Giannis is going to go down as an all-time great individual player who never won a championship. Yep. And when, and when that contract is up, he'll, him and James Wiseman will win a championship with the Warriors. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> keeping it Warrior-adjacent. Uh, high key – after 552 days, Kevin Durant made his long-anticipated return to the court and looked like he never left. Thank goodness. Low-key, not long after that, Kyrie Irving made his long-anticipated return to media availability. And it was, let's say, enlightening. Joy. Will the Nets be the NBA's most interesting team this season? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, and I'm so excited for it and i am not i am am just looking forward to everything that the nets are going to give us and i say that as a heat fan the nets are in the east i think that the i think they will win the east this year um whoa yeah i mean i've been said that though i've been said that i know but i just yeah i don't know why it caught me off guard this is my team like but i'm i'm just that's what i think i think it's kevin durant and i think he is incredible and i watched brooklyn in the bubble last year they're bringing the same player they're not even bringing the same players back they're bringing better players back than they had in the bubble the question with the nets is going to be chemistry i don't think health is going to be an issue it's chemistry is this all going to work now the kyrie thing like i respect kyrie and i usually stick up for kyrie I like individual thinkers, and I don't think that everyone needs to have the same personality. I actually don't think that players should have to talk to the media. I don't think that should be a contractual obligation in the NFL or in the NBA. I don't think you should have to talk to the media. I think it should be up to you. One, there's always going to be someone in the locker room who wants to talk to the media. Always. Like, that's just a reality. There's not, there's not going to be a yeah, situation Yeah, they could develop a better volunteer system. The entire team is, like, going to go on, go on a media hiatus. Like, That'll work out really well. Like what? And by by really well, I mean it'll be an absolute shit show, and the media will riot at, at, predictably, and then it'll just be like this is it'll be nothing but bad press for that team. Right. Like that's not going to work. Now I think coaches should always have to talk to the media. The head coach should have to answer every question. That I think yeah. should, should be the case. But if I'm a player so far. if a player doesn't want to do media, so what? So what? What, is it, what difference does it make? We're still going to watch the game. We're still going to cover Kyrie if he doesn't want to talk to the media or not. The difference is we're just going to make up what we want to make up, and, and we're going to tell the story how we see it because we don't have any firsthand comments from Kyrie. That's what you sacrifice when you don't talk to the media. Yep. I'm a nerd. I don't, I don't expect anything from athletes and players, and I'm a very pro-player person. Sometimes the media is annoying. So what? If you don't want to talk to them, don't. Totally. I don't think it should be a requirement. But 
this whole, he took it to another level when you start talking about pawns and insulting what people do. And, and, and up, my dude. biggest problem with it is, my biggest problem with it is this. Don't be the smart guy that doesn't make any sense. Like if you're trying to be enlightening, <laughs> if you're trying to enlighten us, you know, if you're trying to like bestow some sort of like energy potion or like, you know, illuminating statements, do that. But you can't go out there and put out this statement on, on Instagram talking about pawns and enjoy the art. And then you're praying that the, the fine goes to people that need help. Listen, I pray every day, right? About things that are outside of my control. I don't pray about things that are within my control. Like I don't pray, dear God, please let me take a shower today. I'm going to take a shower because I do that every day, <laughs> right? You just I do don't that say, thing. I don't say, dear God, please let me find out what my uh, contract says. Because all I have to do is send an email to my agent and then he'll tell me what my contract says. I don't have to pray for these things. So when you say, I pray that the money is used, you are on the NBAPA executive <laughs> committee. You're the vice oh, president, actually. Right. So you know exactly where it's going because you voted on it. So you know, all you have to do, Kyrie, you don't have to pray, shoot somebody an email. They'll tell you, this is the list of charities that we all agreed on wow. to where the money goes for fines. This is a waste of wow. prayer. In 2020, our prayers need to be very specific, okay? We need to manifest very specific things right now. Yep. And finding out where the fine money goes is not one of those things. So when, when you're right. trying to be illuminating and you're trying to like bestow something on somebody, don't talk like that. And like, it's belittling for no reason. You know what I mean? Because what you're doing is you're offering up a statement that <sighs> you know is going to be scrutinized. Like as soon as I read it, I was like, but we already know, we know, we know that it goes to charity. Well, first of all, what would, what would be a bad charity? Like the NBA, the NBA is going to send fine money to a bad charity. Like this, this is, so that's my, that's my issue with it. Like, just don't be, don't be belittling for no reason. And he obviously already spoke to the media, but like, this is all a part. And I haven't even gotten to KD yet, but the bottom line is this. I can't wait to see how all this plays out all year long because it's just going to be an amazing story. I think KD is going to come back 100%. He already looks good. I think Kyrie is going to be great and healthy. I, I, I honestly think they're going to be amazing. And on top of that, the whole like Steve Nash and it's just like, oh, it's just oh like a birthday yeah. cake of content. And I'm so excited for it. And I actually literally can't wait to watch Kyrie and KD on the courts together yep. um it's just i'm really looking forward to it this season definitely the lakers the last year's lakers of this year because they look like they were going to be a full i mean javale was spending more time on his vlogs than he was on the court so i mean they really seem like they were all over the place lance and all those dudes at certain points over the last couple years but the this conversation first of all you as you saw from my facial expressions you blew my mind with that take it was so i knew that i didn't like what Kyrie said, but it was one of those situations where I was more concerned with not being an old white person about it. And so I was just like, I don't like that, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, nothing is more annoying than when someone asks you a question that they can Google the answer. So that's the first problem with what he's doing. And the second thing you said that blew my mind was the idea that he's on the player, the executive board. 
And it's like he's right now over the years and right now in this moment, he's a perfect example of you don't know what you don't know. And he is always acting like he knows everything. And I mean, he claims he was joking about the flat earth thing, but I didn't forget that. That was no one forgot that. No one forgot that. But like, listen, maybe he was joking, but the problem is like, you can't, you have to know your reputation and like, if you're funny, Read the then people, room. Will, people will know that you're joking. But if you're somebody who, like Kyrie, is a big, <laughs> deep thinker or fancies themselves a deep thinker, um, people are going to think that you're serious. And I don't, I don't know if I believe he was serious or not. And again, I like Kyrie. I think he uh, saved LeBron James' legacy. And I think he is a great player when healthy. I think that, I think that the Celtics situation was all on Brad Stevens. You don't have a talent like Kyrie Irving. And then stick to your system, which, by the way, mm-hmm. how's that system going? Did you guys did you guys mm-hmm. lose to the to the Miami Heat? Did you lose to the Miami Heat? Did you make it to the NBA Finals with your system? Mm-hmm. With no <laughs> okay, so, you did it. All you right, did it. you did it. You did it. I know, but care, careful what you ask for, because what's Steve Nash's system? Oh, I don't Who know. Knows? I don't know. I just I just think that this Brooklyn thing is going to be amazing, and I'm going to watch it so much, and I can't wait. I hope that is true. Because I want Kevin Durant to succeed. But like you said earlier, you couldn't even get to KD because there was so much Kyrie <laughs> shit to talk about. So I'm worried that that is going to permeate the whole year. That's all. Fair. That's all. No hate. No hate. No shade. I will say you're getting you're getting to the culture report next with T, I believe. Yes. And you're going to talk about that Bay Area, the so-called Bay Area versus battle. Only one of those people is from the Bay Area. I'll put it to you like that. That's the one that should win. Okay. <laughs> hey T, how you doing? Hey Joy, girl, it's been a minute, so it's so good to see you. <laughs> you too. I'm glad you're doing well. What's going on in the culture report this week? So, girl, the best versus battle is happening this week. I said it, girl. It's E40 versus Too Short. This is gonna be so legendary. I feel like they're both gonna show up show out these two men are just so incredible and i love the fact that they're just so unproblematic like they're they're genuine friends this is gonna be a whole vibe and people from the bay joy are just so cool and i would know that because i'm from northern california born in born in richmond california went to college and grew up in sacramento so this is gonna be hella dope i'm so excited i've been telling everybody i'm gonna have on my fizz face i'm gonna be going crazy stupid dumb in my living room and to me, this isn't going to be like a battle. It's just going to be a huge party. So I can't wait. You know, I feel like <laughs> the verses aren't really like a battle. Like, I think that people who are like keeping school, like, oh, they won that one. It's like, eh, just enjoy it um, for what it is. Like, you know, the the cheesy one got a little, you know, it got a, it got a yeah. little testy there. For a second but in the end like it's really just about appreciating uh the artist's music and obviously we were all looking forward to ashanti and keisha cole i had a whole a whole hate and then <laughs> night planned and that got canceled uh so you know hopefully uh ashanti gets better soon but um yes i'm definitely looking forward to this this is gonna be fun uh i am not from california obviously but i do love the bay and these two these two are going to be getting hyphy it's gonna be hella dope (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking forward shaking our dress 
I know. And you know what? I really, I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. I hope they turn these verses into like actual concerts whenever we're allowed to be around each other again. Um, Cause it, I think it'd be fun. Like do it like an actual boxing match. Like do like, you know, like artists that have less hits, like, you know, rounds, like do like three rounds with them, you know, leading up to the main event. Um, I think that would be a fun concert. I'm sure I'm probably not the first person to think of this, but uh, if I am, I'll take 2% of the earnings. That's all I ask. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this on Saturday. It's going to be a fun, a fun weekend for sure. Yes. Oh, for sure. I'm super excited. And I'm, I'm definitely excited about Keisha Cole and Ashanti as well. That got pushed to January. So yeah. yeah. Um, but next, uh, Ben and Jerry um, is such a huge company, girl. And as you all know, and I, I love their ice cream. But now I love them even more because they decided to partner with Colin Kaepernick. And um, he now like has his own brand of ice cream. It's called Change the World. And 100% of the proceeds go to his organization, Know Your Rights Camp, which is amazing. So it, may, it brings me joy to know that I'm spending my money at a place like Ben & Jerry that stand behind Kaepernick and that cares about the way Black people are being treated in this country. So they have my full support. I can't wait to try it. The uh, ice cream has fudge. Graham crackers and chocolate chip cookies were, those are all three of my favorite things in one. So I am probably going to buy like 10 of them. <laughs> um, I love this so much. I love that people are continuing to support Kaepernick. Um, I don't obviously think he's going to get another opportunity in the NFL, but you know, as in life, sometimes these things happen and you pivot and you continue to grow and his brand is continuing to grow. And of course, you know, all the proceeds are going to his organization, which is the right thing. But Ben and Jerry's been on this tip, though. Mm-hmm. Ben and yeah. Jerry's been about this life. If you like really <laughs> actually research their company, they're they're always on the right side of things and they're very supportive of equality and social justice. And so this wasn't surprising that they chose to do this. I know it's going to have some people out there upset and in their feelings. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we just keep just keep taking these doves and handing out yeah. L's, hot L's, as Uncle Shannon would say, all <laughs> over the place. You know, right. Speaking of, like, how many times has, has um, Donald Trump lost the election now? I know he likes to lose like every day. So is there like a new court he's lost in? Because I'm just wondering. So I've been I've been trying to disconnect from the news. My mom was telling me yesterday that I mean, he's like for sure like lost. Like it's it's I mean, it's been over, but it's like for sure over it because was for electoral sure like over when they announced it. <laughs> right, right, but some people have a hard time accepting the truth, Joy. They're in denial, and he's one of those people. So, That's but it's like a narcissist now, like, and most uh, <laughs> terrible leaders in the history of time have been narcissists. That's why they generally have a very, uh, a a lack of a peaceful transition of power when they leave. Yeah. I'm really curious to see about about how he's gonna, how he's gonna act as Biden's like coming in. Is he gonna shake his hand? Is he gonna be petty? But you never know what that is. He is gonna act (laughs) an entire fool. I will not be surprised if it is is a whole scene. It is a whole eviction scene. (laughs) at the White House. I will not be surprised. I hope not, but you know, yeah. it's just it's just L after L. Sorry to get a sidetrack. Yeah. I was just curious because it's like every day I wake up and it's like, oh, another L. It's lost again. Yeah. It's like it's over, bro. It's over. over. <laughs> anyway, what else is going on? Okay, so Taylor Swift dropped her new album Evermore 
And I didn't realize that this is her ninth studio album, which is incredible. And kudos to her for her consistency and putting out music. She actually dropped Folklore this year as well, which I didn't even know. Just found that out. And, you know, I was obsessed with Fearless, which came back in 2008. Because I feel like that got me to, like, a teenage breakup. Uh, I noticed that her music joint, like, it started to become, like, I wouldn't say a trigger, but it started making me kind of sad. So I found myself, like, like disconnecting from her music. But not to take away from how talented she is, because she's very much talented. Um, and I believe that people sing about, you know, their personal experiences. And she's just one of many. But the songs about all the heartbreak were just a lot for me. Um, so I, I, again, I think I outgrew her music, but this is the first album that I listened to. I kind of went through it and I think it was cool. I actually enjoyed it. It made me want to listen to Folklore, which dropped, um, months back. So I'm going to be listening to that at some point this week as well. I love Taylor Swift, um, as an artist, <laughs> as a, a woman, as an activist. Um, I just, over the last couple years, I'm like, you know, I, I feel like her music has, has in the same way, it's like it's not connected with me internally. Like there was a time where I was like, uh, Taylor. And I don't know, like, yeah, maybe I'm just not like, the like if I'm listening to Heartbreak songs now, I'm listening to like Sam Smith and Adele and like, you know, some old school John Legend or something um, or like Whitney. But yeah, you know, I can only take so much of the Heartbreak albums. Um, not that I think that all of her music is about that, but of course, like you said, like artists write about their experiences. It's not, you know, that's not, she's not out here gangbanging. Like <laughs> she's <laughs> going to talk about breakups <laughs> like, and right. life and her <laughs> life. Um, so yeah, I mean, not that that's, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel you. I, I think it's incredible that she keeps putting out these albums and what a time to do it in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Just, just stay busy, stay busy T-Swift. T-Swift, love it. Thanks so much for joining us this week, guys. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Also, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and the iHeartMedia app. So you can listen and watch really however you want. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on social media at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod and at Joy Taylor Talks. And we'll catch you next week. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh.